30 40 50 and 60 dollars there you go chewy thanks for filling in for john today can we count on you for next friday there's a big quince 250 people and the family's bringing lots of booze we'll need all the help we can get what do you say uh next friday uh, all right mr yeah I'll, I'll be here 7 30 yeah 7 30 uh we got to make sure everything's ready Mr. Ochoa handed me the night's pay, and I was on my way. It was finally the weekend, and besides filling in for Johnny that Friday, I had the rest of the weekend to myself. I recounted the money once more before jumping into my car to start my long drive home. My mind was preoccupied with the pending schoolwork I had waiting at home. It was a 25-minute drive to my house from the reception hall I work on the weekends to the small town on the outskirts of South Laredo that I live in. I glanced at the clock on my car's radio, which hadn't been working since I bought the damn thing, and the time read 2.33 a.m. I drove past the community college campus on the south side of town. Only about 10 more minutes, I thought to myself. The night was especially dark. The moon hid its face, allowing the stars to take center stage. The drive between Laredo and Rio Bravo is dark enough to allow one the pleasure of the dazzling light show of the night sky. I was looking up through my windshield, marveling at the sight before me, when my radio jumped to life. First blaring out static, then scanning the radio waves till it landed on what sounded like some late night talk show. I was caught by surprise and I swerved a bit off the road. I glanced towards the radio and reached to shut it off, but before my finger hit the knob, the radio died out as quickly as it had sprung to life. Damn car, <laughs> scared the shit out of me, I muttered to myself. I pulled off to the highway and took the exit to Rio Bravo. The 24-hour striped gas station at the entrance of town was deserted for some odd reason. I drove past it, peering inside, stricken by the oddness of its closure. That's, that's weird, this, this place is always open, I thought to myself. I hung a right at the stoplight and made my way down the main street. I must have really been tired. The street seemed to stretch out in front of me forever. The distant end was engulfed completely by darkness. Not even the dazzling light show I witnessed earlier was visible down the stretch. My car passed the final lit light post and ventured off into the dark abyss in front of me. My headlights seemed to be only able to pierce the dark veil immediately in front of them. I squinted my eyes hard and slowed my car down to a crawl. I was hunched over my steering wheel, straining to see ahead of me. The radio sprang to life once more, scanning through the frequencies again. This time the volume was almost deafening. Panic. I slammed on the brakes and hit the radio's power knob frantically trying to shut it off. I couldn't get it to shut off. I looked back up the street ahead of me, still shrouded in the thick darkness. Fuck this, I exclaimed. I slammed my foot down on the gas. I braced myself, expecting the jerk of the acceleration. Nothing. The car's engine revved, but I couldn't tell if I was moving forward. Fuck, 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 what the hell's going on? The radio stopped scanning. Some weird collection of the distorted noises was blaring out of my speakers. I slammed my foot down on the gas once more and felt the jerk of the acceleration I was expecting. I reached to turn the radio off, and I managed to shut off whatever the hell was coming through my speakers. Silence. Complete silence. I couldn't hear the engine, nor the sound of the tires rolling over the bumpy road. Suddenly, the road was lit again, and I could see the series of light posts that kept the road illuminated. The hum of the engine filled my ears once more. I sighed in relief. I felt as if a weight had been lifted off of my chest. Fuck, that was weird. I... I can't wait to get home. Neither can I.
My eyes widened. I gripped the steering wheel tight till my knuckles ran white. My heart pounded in my chest. My car felt cold, ridiculously cold, as if it had dropped 30 degrees in an instant. The voice sounded like it came from the passenger seat. I couldn't bring myself to turn my head in that direction. In my periphery, I could make out the silhouette of a woman in my passenger seat. I turned over towards the passenger seat and locked eyes with the dead stare of a woman in a white Victorian-era dress. Her jaw dropped open and released a howl that chilled me to the bone. Instinctively, I slammed on the brakes and my car came to a screeching halt. The next second, all felt silent again. I looked around in complete bewilderment. What? I strained my eyes as my vision readjusted. The panic subsided. Over to my right was the 24-hour stripes bustling with patrons and the lights ablaze and inviting. 